Welcome to the Lovingly Conscious Podcast, a podcast in which we discuss what it means to live a conscious life with love as a central point. I believe that if we all live life consciously, make conscious decisions and take responsibility for our own lives, that the world would be a much better place with love at the forefront. That is why I created this podcast, so we can discover what it means to live that mindful and conscious life together. My name is Megan Josephine, and I'm your host today. Let this epic episode begin. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the Lovingly Pontius podcast. I'm Megan, your host, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for listening to this episode with the amazing Janine. So today I'm talking to Janine about all sorts of stuff. It doesn't have a, 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 a theme per se. I mean, I'm calling this episode Living an Intuitive Life because Janine is such an intuitive person. So I think we can learn a lot from her in trusting ourselves and forgiving. We talk a lot about forgiving. But what I take away from this episode the most for myself in developing this podcast as we go along I find it so important to laugh and I've laughed so much in this episode and oh I love that and I love joking around and I feel that my former episodes have all been very very serious and I mean I talk about a very serious subject you know living a conscious life it's not a light thing but I do feel like I want to incorporate that laughing more because laughing is such a medicine and I feel like that's what we could use a lot in our lives to just live our lives slightly happier and it's also a part of a conscious life to just joke around and have fun. So this is a part of me I don't think you've really seen yet before but I hope you're really going to enjoy it. Um, I definitely did. I loved talking with Janine. She's such a light and yeah she has a lot of humour so definitely a plus for that. Two things that I'm really taking with me for myself from this episode is that we should show love to people around us. And that's something I discovered a few weeks ago that I I really want to incorporate that into my life a bit more. Um, But she also talks about smiling at random people. Just smile at people. It's a small thing we can do to make this, this world a better place. So just smile at a stranger who you might not know. You know, don't, don't, set up your walls straight away as you you notice someone new and you feel oh I might I might be judged because that's something that possibly very much lives in your own mind and it doesn't even exist in that other people's minds so smile at people and be kind it's just something easy that we can do for the rest of the world and be forgiving forgive yourself um and it's that's hard she talks about you know it's a lot of self-development you need to read like 500 books to be able to get to that place um but you can do it in small steps I mean I've been doing some money affirmations in the morning um because I feel like that's something that really lifts me up and it makes me happy to do that in the morning and one of them is forgive myself for financial fuck-ups. So I forgive myself for all the th- the money I've spent that I feel that was dumb. Or I feel like I shouldn't have spent it on that. Or I feel like I didn't really actually want to contribute to the world in that way. Because if you, you know, order normal clothes at the H&M, you contribute to a world that is not necessarily very happy and peaceful and conscious. H&M's actually in the Netherlands doing a really good thing at the moment in which they 
can do conscious shipping so you can um, let them ship it via bike which is cool and they've got a lot more conscious clothes so I only ordered the conscious clothes from them so they're recycled you can bring your old clothes to them so you can do all sorts of things anyway um, detouring from the main subject be forgiving be forgiving to yourself because if you can forgive yourself it's also a lot easier to forgive other people because um, a judgment towards someone else is always a judgment about yourself it sounds very weird but it really is true because if you judge yourself it's you've got anger towards yourself and it's easy to see that anger in other people too anyway i love this episode and i feel like we should just go and listen so i hope you enjoy it before we get started with this really really good episode i want to talk about my platform called meditation for students meditation for students is an online platform on which i've created 39 meditations especially for students and these are for students who know this feeling you never give yourself the permission to take a break you always feel like you've got something to do and you cannot relax and you have the words stress literally written on your forehead. You are constantly in your own mind worrying about life. Does that sound like you? You are at the right place. The platform Meditation for Students has 39 and counting meditations, 4 lessons about meditation and mindfulness, 16 affirmations to reduce stress, a bonus meditation, a daily planner, journal prompts, gratitude exercises, 13 tips to stop stressing and access to the exclusive Facebook page which will enable you to follow extra meditations. I will be teaching you what meditation is and what mindfulness is and how to meditate and how to apply mindfulness in your daily life but this won't take up a lot of time because I've created this for students who I know are busy, who have a social life, who have a job and of course a study to fulfill. Your biggest concern might be I don't have time to do this and I'm here to tell you that I'm not strict with you. If you feel like you don't have any time to meditate, then don't do it. And if you do have time to meditate, then do it. You are already busy and stressed enough. I don't want you to feel like meditation becomes a factor of stress too. So please feel like you can meditate whenever you can meditate and do it in your own time, on your own bed or just in the in the park when you've got time in the park to chill out. If you want a 50% discount for meditation for students, you can use that on my website, www.meganismindful.com and use the promo code podcast and you will get a 50% discount to meditation for students. I hope to see you there. Hi Janine, welcome to the Lovingly Conscious podcast. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> Are you excited? Yes. Cool. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to start with one question today. Which conscious choice have you made today? Today I decided to throw my to-do list in the bin. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Why? Well, I always make a to-do list and in the moment itself I feel into it if I want to use it or not. And today I was like, nope, not today. This is so not good. I throw it away. Cool. And what did you do instead? I read a book, I went to the supermarket, I meditated, I journal, and I went to the park. Lovely, yeah. that's lovely. Do you meditate at home here, where yes. we are right now? Yes, in my bedroom. Beautiful, lovely. That's a nice conscious choice. Actually, quite funny, you're like the so manyth person who has said, I chose to do something else than I planned for myself. I think that's something we are allowed to do more as a society that instead of you know rigidly thinking I've got to do this I have to do this that we are allowed to to feel into the moment yeah is yeah, that definitely. important to you yes yeah yeah 
at some moments I really like to do the things of my to-do list because then I notice that I'm more in my young energy and I'm, I'm more into doing things and other moments I'm like no today I just want to feel into myself I want to take time for myself and then the other things will flow mm. yeah beautiful and do you feel like that has to do with your cycle too mm. not so much Sometimes, yes, sometimes, but not all of the times. Yeah. No. Okay, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Okay, so Janine, tell me about your story. How did you become a holistic coach, yoga teacher, and reader, and like not reading books, but <laughs> reading <laughs> cards and reading people? Um, what made you the person that you are today, and what made you go into this field of work? I think, well, it has a lot to do with what I experienced in the past, so... When I was younger, I was already very intuitive, but there wasn't any time or space to be like that, like to feel. I remember I was four years old and there was, there were like hundreds of ants and I was stepping on the ants and I killed them and I was four years old and it just made me so sad, like Aww. I'm killing living creatures. Um, but then during my childhood and like my early adulthood, like I had some difficult experiences and I got depressed and I got like an eating disorder and I wanted like answers, like why, why is it happening to me, why am I suffering, why am I feeling all this pain and I think that's how my journey started to look, like to find answers. So first I was trying to find answers in the outside world, like with reading books and listening to podcasts. At some moment I realized that the answers I was looking for are within, within me and not mm. in the outside world. So I do not make my choices based on like science or research or what the media is telling me. I make my choices based on what I feel from the inside. And I think that's also why I started to read more and learn more about the teachings of Buddhism and Hinduism. I don't know, I think I just tried a lot, like with energy work and with um, a medium, also with health, with the coaching studies that I did. I, I think I tried many things, like from the outside world, but then everything fell into place and I could understand that everything I was looking for from the outside world was to be found within. And I think that's how I started like with the coaching and with the reading and also with the yoga studies. Like I always had this feeling that I that I didn't fit into like the normal office job. That mm. it would suck my energy away, literally. Mm. It would drain me. So I did work in marketing for a year and I have to say I kind of, well, I liked it. My colleagues were fun, but I just knew and I felt that there was so much more inside of me and I wanted to develop that, those skills and my intuitive powers and like I could think of a car driving by like oh this car is red and a red car would drive by and I don't know like many things just came into my path and also when I spoke to other people there were sometimes people tell me that during our conversation what they shared with me and they weren't able to do that with like 15 psychologists so like wow yes because you work intuitively yes yes for me it doesn't work like to make a program or like and to put it outside in the world no it just needs to come my way and i need to work based on my gut feeling on my intuition wow. yeah and also with the cards it's like energy everything is energy so yeah but you have to believe in it if you don't believe in it then it's not gonna work beautiful yeah 
You wow. have to believe that you can heal, that you can overcome your pain, that you can overcome your struggles. Trust. Yes, trust. Trust, belief, faith, hope. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And so you felt like you weren't fit for an office job and stuff like that, but how did you go towards yoga? And is it because you like did your own research or did you try a yoga class and you were like, oh my god, this is like it? Mm, I don't know, actually. I think many times things just come my way and I just hear a big, yes, I have to do this. Oh, many right. times I make my choices very like impulsive as well. Mm. But they always turn out to be the best choice. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. should do that more often in life, right? Yeah, yeah. But also sure. sometimes, like I just told you about Mexico, and it was quite impulsive to go to Mexico without having any plan or idea of what I would do there. And it was not the best time I had. It was actually quite a tough time. But I learned so much from it. Like mm. I suffered so much. But in this suffering, I could see the lessons. I could see the teachings. And I could immediately apply them in my life. Like it was life telling me, okay, for many years you've been studying. You've been learning. You've been gaining insights now it's time to like integrate those insights in your life yeah so yeah. that moment was there for you to integrate them because you knew them you knew it in the moment that you yeah. were suffering and you yeah. knew this yeah. is what i've got to do right yeah. now and it's really like according to buddhist teachings that suffering is a part of human existence but mm. the question is what do you do with it do you stick with the why is it happening to yeah. me like why am i feeling this or are you searching for answers and finding them from within? You always have a choice to make. And when you say finding, searching for answers and finding them within, is that the why does this happen to me and then you feel into it? Or can you explain a bit more about how that works for you? Yes, yeah, so I told you when I was like younger, I think when I was 11 I got depressed and yeah. I wanted to like basically end my life. Wow, holy moly, at such a young age. Yes, oh, yes. Wow. But... There was also a voice inside of me telling me that there was space for me on this earth. Mm. That everything would eventually fall into place. Like, there was this voice. But I, but that's how I started with finding the answers. First in the outside world, with the books, with the documentaries, with the podcast, with meditate. Like, meditating is going in, of course. But I was first looking for answers in the outside world and I also wanted to travel a lot and find answers like in Nepal or in India but during the course of the years I realized that everything I was looking for, for the out in the outside world was already inside me so it was just like when I would read a, uh, a book with Buddhist teachings it would resonate with me and I was like yeah I already knew this I already mm. fe I feel it this is already inside me I have a similar story actually I was I never felt at home in the church. We we grew up mm. Christian, not like super hardcore, but we had to go to church um, like once every two weeks. And I just remember at a certain point having a boyfriend and when I would touch his hands, I'd feel energy coming from his hands. Mm. And I basically started to make up my own sort of, not religion, but way of making sense of the world. And it appears that that's new age. <laughs> like everyone's talking about the same things. And I was like, oh, but I made that up myself. <laughs> so that was no, already we're within. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it made sense or yeah. something. And I was yeah. like, whoa, so this already exists? I thought I made that up. So yeah. it's looking for, for the right things yeah. inside of you. Yeah. Wow. Funny. 
<laughs> it's like Ross. Do you, do you did you ever watch Friends? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like Ross. Everybody's always talking yeah, about Friends. Oh, I live for Friends. <laughs> this, this, there's this scene in which Ross says that he can't came up with the sentence "got milk" because that's a really famous like ad campaign for this milk company, and he said, "I came up with got milk." No, you didn't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You are your own boss, and I absolutely love that. How do you make your beautiful contribution to the world? Ooh, good question. I think, <laughs> I think, well, I do it, I try to do it with everything that I do. When I take a walk in the park, like, I smile to the people I see. When I'm talking with people, I'm there for them, like, 100%, like, fully, like, in presence. Um, I do it with yoga. I ask questions that might trigger some things mm. or yeah mm. and also with the coaching and the reading and with all the plans that I have I had like yesterday evening I was listening to some music that I want to add for the events that I'm going to organize in my own yoga studio and I could just literally see it and feel it and I was like crying of all the things that I still want to do and that like mm. I will put out in the world but everything I do I do it with love that's I love that. <laughs> it's it, this is something I've I've really recently started doing myself that I want to approach everybody with love, yeah, like yeah. smile at everyone, be nice to everyone. Yeah. That's yeah. why I call it the lovingly conscious podcast. We've got to be conscious, but we've also got to be loving. You know, you know those vegans who always want to like doctrinate everyone on veganism. It's not going to be Me too. Why are you eating meat? Yeah. <laughs> like you're harming the planet. I used to be like that too, but I really think that if you show them love, that that's yeah. way more effective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, I would say that I 90% of the time I eat vegan, but I used to be like that, like, no meat in my house. And now I'm like, if you want to eat meat, then you're going to eat meat. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. so perfectly fine. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we like, are exactly. Yes. And for like, everyone who eats meat, it's okay. Just be conscious about the fact which meat do you eat. Yeah. You know, how often do you yeah. eat it? It's important to yeah. think about those yeah. things. <laughs> Not, just, yeah. Not just eat meat like five times a day, every day of the week. It's no. just it's a waste of animal, and it's not necessarily very good for you. If you eat meat with love, like, yeah, 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 exactly. More sustainable, yeah, produce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, okay. You talk about your ideal world where we practice compassion, loving kindness, and acceptance. How can we practically do that? Smile at people in the Smile street. Smile at people. Yeah. Also be forgiving, forgiving towards yourself and forgiving towards others mm. and starting to see the light in yourself because once you see the light in yourself, you can see the light in others. Do you, do yeah. you have tips for that? Reading books. <laughs> Reading books, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they tell you. <laughs> yeah, the books tell me. It's a lot of inner work, I mm. would say. Like the dark night of the soul, like everything is like chaotic and you don't know who you are anymore. Like... A year and a half ago, I really thought I had like my existential crisis, like, 
who am I? Why am I here? But it's so necessary to experience those periods because from these like hard times we grow. Hmm. But you have to be open for it and to be willing to feel it because if you're blocking it and if you think I don't have time, like I need to do this or this or nobody can see my vulnerable side, then you're it won't be able to see your true light. So you need to go to the depths of your soul, like to the darkest rooms of your soul. And from there, there is the light, there is the spark. It grows from the inside out. Nearly making me cry. No! <laughs> it's so beautiful. And it's so true, but also so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yes, yeah. And I think I'm very grateful for myself that I was able to take this time to do that. Like that I wasn't working 40 hours a week, but I really had the time to go inwards. Mm. Yeah. So I'm thanking the universe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, also, universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also the people around me who made it possible. And like sometimes people felt, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And then I'm like, I'm okay. But they, they felt like, oh, you're crying. Like something wrong. And I'm like, no, I'm really doing fine. But yeah, it's. You have to go through through those periods. Yeah, yeah. you do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. I love your mission. I, of course, looked around on your website to see if I could pick some stuff up there. And your mission, it, especially the first sentence, really got me. Um, it's my soul's mission to relieve the suffering of others and to make the world a more beautiful and better place. Mm. How did that become your mission? Well, it was always my mission. Like, when I was a kid, I already had the mission to make the world a better place. So I didn't know how back then, but like when I was a child, I had those questions like, why is there so much suffering in the world? So much poverty, so much inequality. Like I couldn't understand it. And then I realized that I'm here to like, to spread love and kindness and light. And that the way how I do it can change like all the times. Like Mm. it's not, that I have a job for like 20 or 30 years and that's what I'm doing. No, when I grow, like the world around me grows too. When I heal, people around me heal too. So you have to start with yourself. So if I heal, I can also help others to heal and to help them to go through that period of suffering. Wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Thank you for making that contribution to the world. Yeah, so pretty. You talk about the importance of following our intuition. Mm. Why? Because you strongly do that. I've already figured that out from this conversation <laughs> alone. Why and how can we do this? Oh, that's a good question. Quit your job. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think you can really start with asking questions. Like, mm. who am I? Why am I here? What truly makes me happy? What is bringing me joy? Like, on a deeper level. Not the quick joys or the quick pleasures. But, like, on a deeper level. Like... What is making me feel calm? What is giving me stability? Like asking yourself questions and then not listening to your head, but breathing into the body, like feeling, feeling how the body responds when you think about working 40 hours a week. Like, are you opening up and and feeling like, oh, I really want to do this or this? Or do you feel like maybe you feel something in your belly or in your throat? Like, how does your body respond to that? It's, yeah, listening to the signs of the body. That's your intuition there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And also this inner voice and this inner knowing. Yeah. 
Don't think it's just your mind talking to you. I mean, I always say if it screams, then it's your ego. And if it's like a soft whisper, it's your intuition. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How can we deal with hard moments in life? So you actually talked about having an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing one at the moment. Um, and it's really easy to fall into those addictions. And you spoke about that a short while ago. How can we deal with life without falling into that pattern of having an eating disorder and addictions and mm, yeah i think it starts with forgiving yourself and taking the blame and the guilt and the shame away it's really important that you do not blame yourself for it or that you um, don't feel guilty about like for example if you have an addiction with sugar or alcohol or anything like do not blame yourself for it don't feel guilty about it but know that you're trying to do your best like you're doing your best and you are a worthy human being you are already whole like mm. your eating disorder does, doesn't define your value mm. it doesn't define your place in the world so you are a complete human being and I'm starting to get emotional now but um, my point in this is that it doesn't define you it doesn't define your worth and you are so like worthy of living a life in happiness and in peace and you are strong enough to overcome it but do not force yourself like don't don't feel guilty when you do drink alcohol every day like accept it accept it forgive yourself say sorry to yourself try to like look at your body and see all the beautiful parts that are working for you and thank yourself and like really put your hands on your heart and tell your heart like i love you heart and i'm sorry that that I couldn't do it, but I'm trying and we'll get through this. Like, mm. those kind of ways. So strong. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about readings. Yes. <laughs> so, there's a lot of stigma around readings. Uh -huh. um, you know, it's fake or it's just a coincidence or you can always read something into it. So, my boyfriend does not believe in readings whatsoever. And yeah, he always says, you know, it's cold reading, you know, he can just say something and then see how someone responds. I believe in it. <laughs> Why does it work, you know? How, how, how can it support us? Well, the first step is like to believe in it. If mm. you don't believe in it, then it's not gonna work. Um, so belief is what, yeah, what makes us like grounded and gives us some kind of stability. And readings do not predict like the future or what's like, what's gonna happen or that you will get married like in five years. But they can give you some extra guidance and support. Like if you have a question and a card appears, like offering you some extra guidance or some new energy, it is inviting you to go inwards and to like research and investigate that in yourself. Mm -hmm. Like it's an invitation to work on yourself. Yeah, I think that. Mm. Yeah. And um, do you like? For example, I have a few card decks and then I see the text and mm -hmm. one of them is like Four of Cups and I've no idea what Four of Cups means. Do you intuitively like read them and see the picture and then think, oh, that's this or do you use the book? It depends. It depends if I feel something with the card. Like many times I do intuitively feel something like from the card with the energy and then I hear like a voice somewhere in my head. Mm. And that's what I'm telling them. But sometimes I'm looking at the card and I'm not feeling it. And then I, I grab the book. And many times after I read the text in the book, like new things like come through me. 
Mm, yeah. yeah, but you're like, oh yeah, this makes sense, mm-hmm. and then it starts yeah. to click. Yeah, mm. yeah. Last week I did about um, a tarot deck, and I did a reading for my sister, but I have no clue about the meaning of the cards. So we did like the original uh, spread, and I was just like telling things like without me actually knowing what I was doing, and she was like afterwards telling me like whoa you're so gifted this is a real gift you're so good in this and i was like i was just doing something i didn't know what i was doing but just channeling yeah Mm. yeah yeah wow Mm -hmm. can we pick a card in a minute of course cool (laughs) (laughs) looking forward to it (laughs) okay i've got four short questions for you which subjects should be mandatory at schools all over the world and then like soul work excluded so yoga excluded just pick something that you aren't already doing because that's already in the curriculum. Love and kindness mm. and forgiveness. Wow, yes, mm. forgiveness. Yeah. Yes. The world would be a much better place, wouldn't yeah. it? Like we're, many times we're finger pointing like you did this, you did this, because of you I'm feeling this, but that's so not true. Like look beyond that person, look beyond their problems, beyond their traumas, beyond their addictions, see the soul in them, see the light in them. Mm. Yeah, and also take responsibility because yes. what that person does is, and it makes you feel this way. It's, it's your feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Taking full responsibility and ownership of your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So loving kindness, loving kindness, and forgiveness. forgiveness. <laughs> That's the new subject in all mm-hmm. schools. <laughs> if you just had a wand, we could just do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Um, which book should everybody read? Ooh. And if you have five, that's also fine. <laughs> <laughs> five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I would start with the Law of Attraction mm. from Esther and Jerry Hicks, mm. and also Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. It's a really easygoing book about uh, Zen Buddhism, about like the teachings about becoming more mindful in your daily life. Also, scientific healing affirmations. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> but. There's another book. Wait, let me just look at my books. <laughs> <laughs> but the scientific healing affirmations, that's a science scientifically proven or something? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Wait, let me... Oh, I know. If you really want to do some inner work, you don't want to do inner work, but if you feel that it's necessary to go more inwards and to explore some uh, dark rooms, then the book Whole again. Ooh. From I think Jackson something. It's a really good book. It's about um, our core wounds and about how we feel about ourselves and about mm. taking the guilt and the shame away. And that's it's a really good. Book. Oh, I need yeah. that book. Yeah, time for me to get that book. <laughs> yes. So this is the book Scientific Healing Affirmations, and it's practical and theoretical as well. Oh, it's that's very... handy, isn't it? Practical. Yes. Yeah. Because everything is energy, so what I said before, you have to first believe in it, that, it, that it's going to work. Yeah. Like this book provides affirmations for healing on a physical level, mental, emotional, spiritual, but you have to believe in it, because then you're opening up and you attract it. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Beautiful, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'll put all the books in the show notes, by the way. Yes. Guys, so you can always uh, look it up. Um, which show, film or documentary should everybody watch? Nothing pops up in my mind right now. Okay, no. that's fine. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, recently I watched Fantastic Fungi on Netflix. <laughs> so that's about mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But 
really interesting documentary and now I'm like I ordered like a mushroom supplement. Oh, okay. Yes, with chaga and lion's mane mm -hmm. and because mushrooms are so interesting. Mm. Like, they can be adaptogenic, can't they? Well adaptogenic yes. but they yeah, if yes. you're stressed they'll calm you down. If yeah. you're tired they'll make you look yes. Yeah, yes. Really interesting. But another documentary no, I'll no, no. Up now. I'll put in the uh, the mushroom thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Maybe there's someone that needs to hear this right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> and what's your tip for living a life in love? Putting your hands on your heart and telling yourself every day, I love you and I'm allowed to be here and I'm worthy of the best. Wow. That's going to be the quote. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. Um, how can people work with you and how can they find you? Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you're very active on Instagram. Yes, I so. love Instagram. I know, it's great, isn't it? Well, on Instagram and on my website. Mm. Yes. Cool. And for international people, because your website's Dutch, I guess Instagram then, right? Yeah, yeah. Instagram. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this Thank interview so with me. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed it. It's very upbeat. It's very happy. I like it. Yay. Yay. And um, you gave so much wisdom. So thank you for everything you've shared today. Thank you for <laughs> inviting me to do it. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, what a light is Janine. I know I say this of everyone, but I just feel like every person that's been on my podcast is such a light. And she's so funny. And she's only 24, guys. She is only 24. She asked me, what age do you think I am? And I said, oh, I don't know, at least a few years older than I am, but I'm basing this on you going to Mexico and like traveling the world. And of course you don't have to be old for that, but um, I feel like you're definitely three, four years older than I am. And she said, no, I'm 24. And I was like, what? So, wow, what a light, definitely a light worker. If you want to check out Janine's website or Instagram, you can check it out in the show notes. And I hope to see you in the next episode. I love you. Thank you for being here. And if you need a reminder that the world does have some happy things, that not everything is bad, just slide me a DM and I'll just send you some love. It's all good. It's all good. The world's good. I love you. We're here. It's perfect. Thank you for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!